Meet Katie. This is her telling the story of how she kept her then two-year-old son from going outside in the dark by himself. If you're a mom, you're totally going to get it. I was trying to explain to him why he couldn't go out in the yard um, by himself and started with like, well, you never know. There could be dogs. And he's, I love dogs. And I was like, well, it could be a mean dog, you know, and he would say, um, well, I'll just punch it. And I'd be like, well, (laughs) the dog might bite your hand. And I'd be like, well, I have another hand. And it just would go on and on and on. And it just escalated to, you know, well, sometimes there's mean dogs. Well, there's also, you know, there's woods by her. There's also coyotes. And well, what are they? And well, they're like dogs that live in the forest. And then he called them forest dogs. And I was like, they come out at night and um, they're not nice and they will they bite it. He was really afraid, terrified of the forest dogs. And to this day, he's four and a half now. He is terrified of the forest dogs. He won't go outside in the dark. He'll go out during the day. I mean, now he's old enough to go out, but he won't go out in the dark alone. And um, he does not like to be out in the dark if he's not by me or Phil. And I mean, I know there's, you know, they're really, they really aren't going to come in the yard when he's <laughs> hey. there. I mean, I, I got to use whatever I can to keep him <laughs> safe because, for the forest because I just don't know. And so, um, yeah, forest oh my gosh. Dogs, if you need to use that. Do it. Yeah. So, yeah, forest dogs. Who knew, right? Katie is an amazing friend, wife, and mom of four lovely kids. Ellie is 13, then comes Liv, then Lena, and of course, Ezra, who is now four. Katie's story is a bit unique. She got married when she was 19, had Ellie when she was just 21. She loves her family and is so thankful to be a wife and a mom. But if she's honest, which is one of our favorite things about Katie, it's not without its challenges, and she often finds herself feeling like the odd one out. Katie's honest perspective on motherhood And fresh take on finding friendship as a mom is going to be a breath of fresh air and some really good food for thought. This is the non-exclusive podcast. Stories that remind you, you're not the only one. Hosted by Candice and Rebe. You're not the only one. I love Instagram filters too. (laughs) I think they're really weird and they airbrush people and then they get creepy I don't understand them. Yes, but they could be so cute. How about that one with the glasses and the freckles? (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) True. Whether you like them or not, really, our Instagram is about encouraging you, bringing you joy, and reminding you you're not the only one in between episodes. So follow us on Instagram at non-exclusive podcast. The fact that Rebe, Katie, and I are friends is a little weird. We're not all mom friends. We're not all young, single girls who love to travel, and we're not all newlyweds. We're quite different. We sat down in Katie's living room one Saturday evening and explored why she had such a hard time making friends as a mom and why our unique friendship works so well. Because we had kids at a young age, um, I was 21 when we had our first most of our friends didn't have any kids, if they were even married yet. And, uh, you know, then shortly after we had more kids. And before you knew it, we were in our mid-20s with three kids. And uh, our friends were, you know, our friends who are our age, who we wanted to hang out with, didn't have any kids or, you know, it just didn't fit together anymore. The people who did have kids the same age, we didn't have the same interests. And so we found ourselves kind of like lacking 
some outside social life. Um, not that there was nobody like there were our friends were still our friends. We still love them, but we found, you know, just getting out and having that quality, um, community with, you know, um, your people hard to maintain, hard to accomplish. And, you know, in some ways that's probably just a phase of life thing. You know, um, I think most people that have young children don't, it's not easy to get out much. Um, but usually at least there's other families with young children that can commiserate. And then of course we moved across the country, um, a couple of years ago, left all of our family, left all of our friends, all of our everything, and suddenly had nobody. And so that was another time where we felt isolated, alone. Um, and when you're a stay-at-home mom, uh, there's not a lot of opportunity to even meet anybody, let alone um, friends or people that you enjoy spending time with. Because uh, those they're hard. It takes it takes a while to build quality, um, meaningful relationships, and it also requires FaceTime, you know, repetitive like seeing each other, making time, um, and that is also just really hard to facilitate when you have kids. Um, it's hard to facilitate, anyways. I think if you work or whatever phase of life you're in, you have to prioritize that, and it's hard to do sometimes. Yeah, when you put on top of it, like, when I get my kid together with another kid her age, the mom isn't the same right. age or sta- same stage of life as right. you. Right, And then also, I remember you telling us, even when you do find someone that's a mom, you're really just talking to your kids the whole time. Right, or <laughs> like talking it, about your kids. Yeah, or, it can be hard to... Yeah really have a good conversation sometimes it is yeah because then suddenly you're just really watching your kids together or um you know just crowd control and then you know suddenly you're like the kids are busy and you're there's like an awkward pause where you're like uh we don't actually have anything in common (laughs) aside from being a mom which isn't enough believe it or not it's not always enough something we've talked about before is that like there is some sort of want to say like maybe it's guilt or I don't know something about a mom putting herself first like to have the opportunity to spend time with friends Mm to um go and do something that's just for her because you feel like you should be hanging out with your kids or doing all the mom things or whatever it is yeah absolutely uh it's so hard you know just with everyday life and schedules like I was saying to prioritize that um and then for some reason, I find that moms just don't do it. They don't, I don't think it's that they don't want to. Cause I mean, I know how hard it is to do and, um, to just have hobbies and just go hang out with your friends. I mean, I miss so much like back in high school, just like girlfriends getting together for no reason, just sitting around talking, you know, doing nothing together, just fun, you know, I don't know, just hanging out. And I miss that. And you just don't get to do that anymore. And part of it's, you know, you're an adult. You're not kids anymore. You can't just waste away hours doing nothing, unfortunately. Um, But I find that a lot of moms just don't make time for their own interests. Their interests become their families, their kids. And it makes sense. They're our number one priority. We love them more than anything, more than ourselves. And so... That's our new hobby. That's what we love to do. But you still need friends. Yeah, right. It's still, you can still have fun. You can still do and things. And it is true. Like, I know you're not the only one that has this story, but you went from basically high school 
to marriage to mom, like kind right. of quickly. So yes. you didn't really have a lot of time to just be independent and go. No, just no time, no out. independence at all. Yeah. No, yeah. And so that's a unique thing. And that makes you almost have to fight for your friendships even more yeah. and be like, oh, I really do need this. Yes. And I, I crave that and I want that in my life. I know that I... Um, I'm a better mom and a better wife and a better woman overall. If I have some relationships, if I'm growing, um, you know, or just having fun, just filling myself with, um, I don't know, I don't know the right word, but, um, just enjoying life more fully, um, through relationships. It's important. It's not enough to just be a mom and be a wife and be great at those things or just be serving, um, a lot of women just fill up their time with serving and I've done it and it's great. Um, but you can't just always be pouring out. You have to build relationships. You have to grow in those relationships. It's good for us. I think community is really important. It is. Like yeah. regardless of your, your phase in life, Definitely. your stage in life, you need that community because you need, like you said, to have people like speak truth into your life and right. speak who you're, who you are, like what your actual identity is. Cause like your identity is not your only identity is not a mom. Right. Like just like my identity is not only that I'm single. Right. And, and that's, you need that community to speak the other truths into your life. Cause you could, I, I could imagine just like anyone, like you could get really overwhelmed with like all the mom stuff. Yeah. And like all of that starts to take over and you need some other truth. Right. And um, then suddenly your you're life. like, who am I? Yeah. Who was I? Who am I going to be? Like, you're just lost in this sea of responsibility yeah. that you love, but you yeah. forget all the other stuff just falls to the wayside and gets lost. And that really reminds me like talking about friendship and talking about that need for community. Uh, I love our friendship. Like we're all in very different places mm -hmm. yes. in our lives. Mm -hmm. Like Katie's a mom. Rebe's newly married. I'm very single and, um, and available. Yes. <laughs> Ready to mingle. If there's any boys that listen to this podcast, you are also single. Candace is awesome. You should really give her a private message. <laughs> you can call oh my gosh. <laughs> you should really message her. You won't regret it. Oh my gosh. This is great. Um, so anyways, we're in very different places in our life. When I first moved here, I moved here kind of because of your family. Um, your fam you, you know my uncle. And I had this connection and literally like that was part of what got me my job and yeah. all of this stuff. So I awesome. had this like kind of connection with you, but it took us like a bit of time before we actually like hung out. Yeah, I came here to your house because... Uh, my uncle was in town and he was like, you just need to meet them. Like you need to be friends with them. Yeah. And so right. Phil, your husband who Rebe and I work with. So I needed to go to Ikea and Phil was like, Katie needs to go to Ikea too. You need to go to Ikea. Yeah. Like we need to go to Ikea together. And Katie needs friends. You should be your friend. Yeah. <laughs> he Katie knows. He knows friends. I'm better with friends. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's awkward to be like, oh, hey, I don't know you. Do you want to take a three hour road trip to Ikea? Be my friend? <laughs> like I just moved here. I I don't know anybody you know <laughs> yeah, like right. let's be friends right and but when we you know like I came over for dinner and I remember just being like you want to go get your nails done you want to do this because it's the only thing you could think of <laughs> anything we could figure out to do uh, let's do something yeah yeah right. but it was really cool because I remember just being like man I like Katie she's really cool I can oh, totally gee, hang thanks. out with her and then talking to Rebe about it and again we're like oh my gosh we love Katie we want to hang out with her all the time 
And it took us coming down to where you live, like just not really on a whim. We were coming to see your wedding venue. Yeah. And we had been talking about how we really should hang out with Katie. Like, yeah, for so while, many times. Probably for too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were driving down. It takes us like, what, 20 minutes to get here. And we were driving. We're like, we, we're, we're probably going to want to eat dinner. You know, we should text Katie. Should we text Katie? I mean, she might be busy. I mean, what if the kids are doing stuff and like, what if she can't? Is that weird? We should just text her. Okay, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just let's just text her because like, what's the worst you could say? No, right. And of course, we texted you. You happened to be available. We had like a great dinner, chatted, so good. Realized that like we had so many things in common that we wanted to like do, and we could do it together, like IKEA trips. That was the night that we realized we all wanted to watch This Is Us. Yes. Mm And yep. we were all into it. And that's what we do yes. now. Like that's something that has really built our friendship and it's been really fun. We also yeah. realized yeah. we like wine. Yes. And yep. that we wanted to learn more about wine. And we now know all the best cheap wines. Yes. That you because can drink. And we know all about this like stuff. That. Yes. Yes. But the cool part is we, I think what was amazing about that first off is that we just texted you because that what's the worst that could happen. Right. But also we set aside time we were really intentional like to make our this is us nights and we started making it a plan and sure it didn't happen every single week like we had hoped for but it happened and we set aside a time we set aside time and we spend like two hours most of the time just catching up before we even watch an episode of this is us we drink our little taste tests of wine and talk for a very long time and those times are what made i think our relationship and our friendships like so so good and where we realized like we're all in different places but we can so encourage each other yeah Mm -hmm. and all it took was asking yeah because i know that i'm totally guilty of making that a roadblock for myself and my friendships. Cause I think, Oh, I don't want to bother them or, Oh, they're probably too busy or it's too last minute or, Oh, I waited too long. Yeah. Like they, it'll just be awkward now if I ask them. Right. But we took the opportunity and asked. And if, had we not, it might've taken us a lot longer to like build a friendship. And from now, from your perspective as a mom, what has been really helpful in for your friends to understand, even like for us to understand. Yeah, I mean, you really are hitting the nail on the head because that is what it takes. Because I think, especially if you're the one with kids and you're the one with all these scheduling conflicts, you don't want to insert yourself. You don't want to be like, hey, let's hang out, but I can only do it um, a couple of times a month. And you don't want to be that person. And you just, I think women in general, maybe all people, I don't know, are afraid to ask because worse than saying no, we're afraid that they'll say yes, but not really want to. Um, at least I feel that way. And so asking, just ask. I mean, as much as I think we're afraid that people will say yes when they don't want to, the reality is that most of the time they'll come up with some reason why they can't. So worst case scenario, they say no. Or in my case, I'll say, I would love to, but I can't do it. Um, please ask me again <laughs> or, you know, yes. whatever, just put yourself out there. Like what is the worst that can happen? If someone doesn't want to hang out with you, so it's okay. what? Just move yeah. on. You, you know, it's not the end of the world. Okay with yeah. It. And you have to be okay too with like you're saying, no, not this time, but ask again. Yeah. That's, that's good too. Right. You just have to kind of make peace with all those options because then it's worth it in the end. Cause that's how you're going to make friendships. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say just cause we're busy doesn't mean we don't want to. We do. I do, (laughs) at least.
mentioned how me as a woman who doesn't have kids being a friend with you who does it's not that we have to hang out with your kids 24 7 but they're such a huge part of your heart Mm -hmm. they're such a huge part of your mind yeah and you can't not talk about them and I'm okay with that but I think that sometimes that holds moms back yeah if that makes sense yeah right I think um you know we assume that other women or um you know adults who don't have kids don't want to hear about it And, you know, I have to try, you know, it, when it's, it's just like, you know, your job or anything else, that's the majority of your hours spent. It consumes most of your thoughts, your actions, what you talk about regarding your life is going to center around those topics. So as a parent, it's natural that most of my stories and most of my thoughts and everything are going to come from that place. And, um, I think it's important to realize as a friend to a mom or another or a parent, you have to be willing to listen and communicate on that subject just as you would your friend who had a job that was different than yours. And just like, I, I want to know about your day and your work and what's going on with you. I can't relate. I don't work there. I am not in your field, but it doesn't matter because I care about you. I care about what's going on with you and it doesn't matter. We can all communicate about what we're going through, even if we don't share the experiences. That's what makes it, you know, rich with perspective and with um, different thoughts and ideas and how we grow and learn is from other people's experiences and them sharing them with us. I like your family. Like I like our Thanks. friendship as, as I like girlfriends. your family too. Like, <laughs> I, really I, fun. I like being girl, like girlfriends and just having girl time. Oh yeah. But like I genuinely like to hear about your kids. And we went to a play recently with you and we brought some of yeah, the girls along my daughters, with us yes. and we went out like for yes. snacks afterwards and it was so fun. Yeah. Oh, we had and, a great time. And that's time. a part of you and that's a part of like our friendship and that's, that's cool. Yeah. I do think that that's important. Yeah. That sometimes it is going to be with your kids mm-hmm. and that can be really good. Yeah. And they love you guys too. <laughs> so, you know, um, they, I always have to fight for your attention when they're there because they're like <laughs> they won't so stop talking to tell. yeah they, do. they have a lot yep. of stories i have my son is a lot more challenging and he's not very um he's a bit of a time bomb in public he just is crazy and wild and um I he's think he's still just little. He, he is little. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he's, he's awesome. And we, um, we really get a lot of laughs from him. Um, but they, I've definitely, my friend count has dropped. Um, I think I definitely, um, I know that there's people that don't want to hang out with him. And so that's hard, but I also get it. So there is some aspect of like, you know, some moms, you're just going to have to be willing to, uh, you know, go along for the ride for some of it. I love it though. I mean, literally we walked in the door and he's like, Candace, Candace, look at this. Like, watch me, watch me. I'm going to lift this whole table. And he did. He did lift, he the, lift table. the whole table. I mean, he used all his might, but oh, he lived gosh. at that table. He was so proud. And yeah. he is very proud. It was amazing. And like yeah. you're saying, you can't be best friends with everyone. Right. It's fine. Yeah. You, that person isn't going to be your family's best friend. Right. That's okay. Right. Yeah. It's okay. But at the same time, it's just a good reminder of like giving each other, each other grace even. Yes. There are certain things about our situations that we can't change. Right. And it is what it is. And it's just part of walking through life. And so like if Ezra throws a tantrum while we're here, like 
it's cool. Like we'll be over here. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. We get it. We get it. And if because Candace bursts life. into tears for yeah, no good right. reason, we'll, just, we'll be it like, happens. it's cool, Candace, we'll just wait. Yeah, I'm surprised fine. it hasn't happened on the podcast yet. <laughs> it, it happens often. Only a matter of time. Uh, it's it will, good. It's I'm good. Sure. <laughs> Feelings are good. Yes. <laughs> but I love it. And it's like, we've mentioned this in previous podcasts, but like friendship, that's the real part of it is like that you sit with each other during those parts, but also like the things that consume you don't have to be the only things you talk about. So right. like, we talked about this before you, your marriage doesn't have to be the only thing we talk about, especially yes. if at that moment I'm feeling weak and I'm feeling like really lonely, then mm-hmm. probably that's not what we're going to talk about. Right. And if you're like struggling with, if you're struggling with like, I want to be a mom, but I'm not ready yet. Katie's like going to get that and be like, maybe I'm not going to talk about my kids a lot right, right. now. Or like when Katie's like, I need time away not with my kids and not talking about my kids. Right. Yeah. I get that. I, or I need to get that too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, we accept it and we right. talk about something else. Cause there's yeah. so many things to talk about Yeah, <laughs> as women. Yeah. Well, and grace always needs to be extended to everybody. Yeah. You know, that's, it's hard for us to lay down our own thoughts and feelings, um, in honor of somebody else. And so it's a good exercise in every single relationship to have grace and to be understanding and to be empathetic and just listen sometimes. Um, and that's what true friendship is. It's true. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I like that pause there though for like cheese factor. <laughs> I was trying to think of something more artistic, like, but it just didn't come. <laughs> no, but it was great. It's the best so way to true. Say it, really. like, that's uh, straightforward. That's true friendship. Yeah. <laughs> we've had a lot of really interesting conversations about parenting. We're not parents, yeah, but we're in- interested in it. We're hopefully going to be parents someday. Right. And first off, I'm going to be like, Katie, help me. <laughs> <laughs> but also this is really good to even just like, think about these things. You have questions and you have things that you're, that are challenges with your kids that you're like, yes. uh, what do you guys think? Yeah. And we may not have opinion yet, but we may want to, figure out an opinion or start to think about it. Yes. I can honestly say that your opinions are really helpful because maybe you don't have kids yet, but you have parents and you um, have grown up. So you're, you know, you are people who experience life. And sometimes as a parent, you really um, need an outside perspective because parents get all in their own head and there's so many fears and there's so many pressures and, I mean, our mind can just carry us off into a direction that's not logical anymore. And it's really beneficial to have someone say, you know, I see it this way. I really value that from you guys and some other people as well that, you know, aren't in the same life stage as me. You can't always just talk to the people in the exact same spot as you because you just feed on each other's fears and anxieties and you need an outside perspective sometimes. Yeah, and not that you don't need friends who are moms too. Of course, of course we yes. don't need that. Like the same stage of life. But I just am really honored or grateful that you let us speak into your life because the same thing that you were saying, like I'm newly married 
having you who has been married for longer than a me long time. is very helpful just to like watch how you guys operate and watch how a family can be and the joys and the struggles and just know that there's somebody that I can have advice from. Like that's really valuable. And if I'm not looking for friendships outside of my own yeah. season of life, I'm going to miss out on that. Yeah. Well, and I feel the same way about, you know, seasoned parents or people that have been married for 50 years. Yes. I want to know, you know, how did you do it? What, what wisdom do you have? I know you have some that I don't have yet. And I want to know what it is. I remember when I met your mom at your wedding being like, how did you do it? <laughs> I've got to know the secret because Revy's awesome. And I want to know why. <laughs> and what I, what I think is really interesting is for me, like as a single person, I think, especially cause basically your life is what I wanted. <laughs> um, I wanted to be married and have start having kids at 21. That's how I thought my life would go. And so I think one time you told me a story about your sister and you having this like interaction. And I remember it being so encouraging to me. Do you want to share that again? Um, yes. I have a sister who's really close in age, just a couple years younger than me, who is um, single and she's awesome. She's loving life to the fullest. She's currently hiking the PCT all by herself, um, which I could never do. And she's, uh, you know, just brave and courageous. And I just admire her for all those things, but she wants to be married and she wants to have kids. And, um, you know, I think she's, she's expressed to me numerous times how it's hard sometimes to watch me be so, you know, being so close in age to have all these things that everybody wants. And, you know, I mean, the grass is always greener, right? Like, you know, you want to be married and have kids and I want some, freedom, you know, <laughs> not that I don't want those things, but it's like, you know, sometimes I just want to breathe. Um, but I had, um, my whole family here visiting a couple of years ago for Christmas. I have a very large family. There was about 18 people staying at my house for a week. And by the end I was just exhausted. And we spent like the last day downtown Nashville doing all these things, seeing all these sites, not exactly three-year-old Ezra friendly. And, um, they were, my kids were tired and we spent a lot of time sitting in the car waiting for people to see the sights. And, um, we were just done and we got, then we were dropping everybody off at the airport. They were leaving. I wasn't going to see him again for probably a year. And my kids were going crazy and I couldn't even catch a breath to say goodbye to my siblings who were leaving. Um, and I just, like broke down in tears. And I don't, I'm not an emotional person. I don't do that, but I was done. And uh, I was just super frustrated. And um, my sister then came and gave me a hug and she just said, you have everything I want. Which of course I was thinking, how can you say that? You've been with me all day. Do you see what I'm going through with this? But to her, it was still something that she thought was good. And it helped me say like, okay, like, it's still good. There's hard days. It's still good. And hopefully she was able to look at it and say, it's not all rosy. And what I have is good too. And where we're at is good um, because that's where we're supposed to be right now. For me, when you first told me that story, uh, I was, I was encouraged and reminded like, that is what I want. And I, I, I have thought that multiple times with my own siblings, like you guys have everything I want. Stop complaining about mm -hmm. it. But then I have to turn it around on myself and be like, oh, okay, well, there might be some things in my life that you find ideal. Are desirable. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And and like 
I have different freedoms that you don't have. Mm-hmm. And I have to look at my life differently because my story is different than your story is different right. than Reby's story. And there's beauty in all of those stories. Yes. And, but also you always, ha- you will have that like thought that the grass is greener mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. um, or whatever it is. But I was just so encouraged because I, I, I think at that moment I needed to hear like that, you know, that perspective, that yeah. perspective is so important. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of the point, I guess. Yeah, like, it is. We right. need that perspective from each other sometimes yeah. Yeah. because we all have probably things that the other would like to have or not because or, we're all in different places right. and that's life and that's okay. But at the end of the day, when somebody is sharing something they're going through, whether it's, you know, you looking ahead and being like, I really want a family or Katie looking at her life right now and being like, I really just want like a little bit of freedom or whatever it is. We can hear that and relate and empathize and encourage each other in that and encourage each each other to be a good woman because we know what it's like to be a woman. I know what it's like to be a daughter. I have a mother. I know what it's like. And so do you guys. And you guys speaking that into my life is really valuable. And I think that's a really good example of it. It is. Well, and you know, a lot of our struggles are the same. They just look different with different circumstances, but they're the same deep down inside. um, They're rooted in the same feelings of discontentment or fear, but we're all going through it. All of us. Yeah. I think that's what I love about our friendship so much is that we've found such common ground in very different places in our life. And I know we've said that a lot, but it's to me that I, I just love that. I love, we laugh a lot and we, I mean, there's been moments of crying yeah. probably by me. <laughs> <laughs> we've all cried during this. Oh, yes. Every but, time. Uh, but like we, we, we just really want to encourage each other to be like incredible women. And that, like you said, is so valuable because we can do that and we can speak into each other's lives and speak truth and all of that. And it's, it's just really good. Yeah, definitely. And it's not about where we are. It's about who we are. Um, and that's, that's true for anybody. Just step out, ask, go, do, um, don't be afraid. Don't assume that you're not wanted. And if you aren't wanted, just move on. You know, not everybody can be best friends and that's okay. And you don't need to take it personally, but you're not alone. Women can have fun and do things together and build community outside of whatever bubble you're in. If you work all the time, if you travel, None of those things need to limit our ability to build community. And we all need it, and we can all have it if we just step out. If you're a mom, I know. It's going to be really challenging to carve out that time. And I do think that your amount of time with your friends may even come in waves and seasons based on what's happening with your kids. I get it. But I want you to remember, you're worth it. You're worth the effort and the time it takes to invest in yourself so you can be a better mom and a better woman. To each woman who's listening, keep giving each other grace. Keep taking chances and stepping out to make friends. Keep encouraging each other to be good women. 
We need each other. Remember, it's not about where you are in life, it's about who you are. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Proverbs 27, 17. If you like what you heard, rate us on iTunes. Five stars would be amazing and would help us out a ton. But really, your honest thoughts and opinions are super valuable to us. We really want to know what you think.